The Public Service Commissioner is writing to all Crown Entity Board Chairs to remind them of their obligation to read the Code of Conduct and be politically impartial. Farmac Chair Steve Mahari's job is safe, but another senior public servant is now in hot water and admitted they hadn't even read the Code of Conduct. Here's political reporter Giles Dexter. The Public Service Commissioner was appearing before MPs for the Commission's annual review. Instead, Peter Hughes was mostly having to review the events of the past week and a half. I'm very confident that public servants in the New Zealand Public Service are well aware of the political neutrality requirements on them. Last week, Peter Hughes provided advice to ministers on Te Whatu Order and EPA Chair Rob Campbell's conduct, and Mr Campbell was shown the door. Mr Hughes was also providing advice on Pharmac and ACC Chair Steve Mahari over columns he wrote for Stuff. By this afternoon, his advice had come through. While Mr Mahari did breach the Public Service Commission's Code of Conduct, it was at the lower end of the spectrum. The Prime Minister says he's in the clear. It wasn't a different league, so it didn't. Uh, it wasn't the sort of um, incident that should prompt um, someone being removed from their role. But Mr Hughes could soon be set for round three. Former Labour Government Minister Ruth Dyson, now Deputy Chair of the Earthquake Commission and Fire and Emergency, says she will review and reflect on her social media use. Her Twitter account, which reads Still Labour in the bio, takes potshots at National and promotes pro-Labour content. National's Public Service spokesperson Simeon Brown says she's got to go. We've got a culture developing here in Wellington of senior public servants not following this code of conduct in its election year. This is the year that this should be followed even more so. Peter Hughes says he can't be the comment police and tell people not to write columns or tweet. People who serve on these boards have political and civil rights like every other New Zealander and I don't think we need to shut all those rights down um, in order to manage a risk. I, you know, the rules are clear. I'd like people to take care with the rules. But despite the Commissioner's assurances public servants were familiar with the Code of Conduct and its obligations to be politically impartial, Ms Dyson, who based on annual reports would be being paid around $70,000, said she hadn't even read it. I would be really happy to read through the guidance we were given and see if it was clear enough. And the induction days are pretty rigorous for a board. There's a lot that you get told. Um, that's not a big part of it. In fact, until this morning, she hadn't even thought about reading it. Do you wish that you read the Code of Conduct? No. Isn't it kind of how you should be conducting yourself? <laughs> this is getting silly. I'm going to go... Public Service Minister Andrew Little has asked the Commissioner to write to all Crown Entity Board Chairs and Members and remind them of their obligations. I suspect Ruth's been around this place long enough to kind of know what's expected of her, but it would help, I think, if she, like every Board Member of every Crown Entity, actually just updated themselves to make sure they're fully aware of what's in the Code of Conduct. It shouldn't take long. The Code of Conduct is two pages long.